folks, and welcome aboard Main Street UCI, the podcast about all things Disney. I'm Jennifer. You go again first, Emily. Oh, yes, thank you. I am Emily, the wow. first... Or the second, I guess, second person to talk to your Jennifer. Name. Yes, there we go. <laughs> and I'm Zen. So today we are talking about some interesting changes announced for Disney+. Plus. Yes. Um, so I woke up this morning to an email from Disney Plus about an update to my content reading, which is now switched to TVMA. Ooh. Um, but first, let's take a look at some titles being removed from Disney Plus as of March 2022, starting with Anastasia. Yeah, it's the Russia thing. Oh. I'm certain of it. <laughs> it's weird, huh? It's like, it's oh, Russia, so the timing is strange. And if timing, Black Widow yes. disappears, you know why. Mm-hmm. She was originally <laughs> Russian, even though, no, anyways. Yeah. I'm really bummed about them getting rid of Anastasia. Like, I remember when they first announced that, oh, yeah, we're bringing Fox title to Disney+. Plus. I love Anastasia. I think I had a crush mm-hmm. on Dimitri as a kid. Like, oh, my God. Everyone you does. know, or <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So you that's know, a bummer. I think these are – actually, these are all contractual issues. That pre- they need to finish all their con- contracts that they were – you know, that they had before they were purchased by – um, by Disney. Yeah. It's the and same it thing. It seems like it's all stars too. That's getting these. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's the same thing is they have contract- contractual obligations that they need to fulfill um, that were probably written up a long time ago and they're just fulfilling them. You know, mm-hmm. so it's yeah. the same thing with, um, I think Spider-Man is going to stars first yes. before it goes to Disney plus. Mm-hmm. Well, so the that must problem- be a good deal. <laughs> remember spider-man is not under the marvel it's still a sony property yeah that's right so so spider-man is a sony property the film rights are a sony property but they have allowed marvel to work with them to integrate them into the marvel universe Mm. it was a win-win for everybody because the thing is that spider-man was kind of doing poorly before they start integrating with the Marvel universe and then the Marvel universe now has Spider-Man in it. And it's, you know, stronger than ever because Spider-Man has always been the glue. So everyone won in this particular case because, you know, we see that Sony was going to continue to reboot it every 10 years just to keep the licensing. Mm -hmm. So Disney thinks anyways. So yeah. Anyways. So next movie. Baby's Day Out. <laughs> I didn't even. I've I never seen that. that. You've never seen it. I feel like this is a movie that like has been on TV so many times that it's like I, I don't know. It's just too much. So for it to leave, I'm like, okay, that's fine. Goodbye. <laughs> I've never heard of it. It's basically like there's the uh, baby. I think from a wealthy family, if I remember correctly, and these photographers come and they try to. They're gonna like take his portrait or something. And then um, they steal the kid and the kid gets away from them. And the kid is like visiting all these different places that were in a book that his nanny reads to him all the time and just has like the time of his life and then somehow makes it home safe and sound. And it's just. Does it happen all within a day? Yes. (laughs) It's one of those, you know. True to the title. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty. Okay. It won't be missed. Wrong. I'm sorry. I'm the wrong generation. Didn't see that one. The next one that will be temporarily missing is Catch That Kid. 
I've never heard of this one. I don't one. think I've ever seen it, but it I has think Kristen it's, Stewart it's in Kristen it. Kristen Stewart. I think yeah. it's one of her first films that she was in. Yeah. Um, and then Corbin Blue from High School Musical. And then what's this guy? The third guy's name is Max Furiot. Must be French. I don't know. Um, but he <laughs> was the like the oldest like son in um the pacifier with vin diesel he was like the kid the kid who didn't want to be like a wrestler but he wanted to be in the musical that kid so Hmm. i feel like this was all like their first film or something i've never seen it but i they're children (laughs) it's really cute yeah baby faces yes okay the next one Bug Juice, yeah. My Adventures mm. at Camp. Never heard new? of this one either. How old is this one? That's that's what I'm curious about, too. Like, maybe this was a Disney Channel kind of show or something? Well, and... it definitely... So the thing is, this actually has Disney on it. So right. the oh, thing yeah, is, that yeah. it actually labeled it's Disney, so it's not like they're sending it somewhere else or they're unlikely to have a contractual obligation. Mm-hmm. So it's just... Maybe it didn't do well. Yeah, so that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, it says. I mean, in the article, it's currently unknown why it was removed. But to answer my question, it the first episode aired 2018, so it's pretty new. New. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was just this show about children ages 10 to 12 who head to a camp. I'm guessing probably like a summer camp or something mm. in Maine, where they take part in exciting outdoor activities such as i don't know the things in the pictures uh archery horse riding (laughs) and then horseback riding and i guess it's just that the story of camp my adventures at camp the one time in band camp yeah Yeah. (laughs) um another one that i've never heard of um something called fam jam yeah. No, I have no idea what that is. You know when? Okay, I got a question for you. When Disney Plus first came out, I remember remember it's like them kind of. I feel like I remember kind of them saying it's like, once it's up, it will never dis. We'll never vault it. That's yeah. what I remember too. Yeah. Maybe this isn't vaulting, or maybe mm. that was only for movies. But mm. I mean, that's that's. I guess this is officially not vaulting, but the thing is that that was one of the things they were kind of bragging about. It right. will no longer be vaulted. Yeah. Because you know? that was a selling point against Netflix where like Netflix will take stuff off and then it's gone. Right. This was like, yeah. Right. And, our, and, our library just keeps growing. It never shrinks. Exactly. That kind of thing. Right. So, so you guys remember something along those lines too. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause the thing is Disney used to have this thing called vaulting if people don't know what that means is that they would release cinderella on vhs and they would print it for a year essentially and then they would stop printing it mm-hmm. and create false demand for it and so once they would release it maybe like another five years down the road on vhs again you know with the new brighter cover or something like that people would just like rush to get it yeah. And tried and and also it had a little minor resale value because you know the thing is you could sell them because you couldn't get them anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then they would do it on. Then it went to DVD, and then it would get vaulted. And then it went to Blu-ray, and it, you know, I'm not sure if they got vaulted at on Blu-ray. And it also the other part is it seemed like they print the last couple. If they did vault them, they printed so many that there was no shortage even years to come. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and with Blu-ray that Blu-ray doesn't go bad or DVDs don't go bad, you know, VHS goes bad. You know, the thing is like people were just reselling them and they were just as good as day one. Anyways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, but this is all digital. Like, you know, you can kind of see it for the physical media because it's like, okay, they have to keep printing them or like, you know, th there's an element of planning and then producing. But this is like, you flip a switch and it's available. You flip the switch and it's gone. You know, it's stupid. <laughs> right. Well, the, the other part is that um, when you're watching, I mean, the how should I say this? Is that, you know, the reason why Disney would vault it is probably it, there's a monetary thing going on, right? It's like, mm -hmm. we well, don't want to keep on trickling this out to cost, you know, this way you can do a big run or whatever. So the thing was, and the thing is creating false demand. With this, they're constantly getting revenue. People will purchase yeah. Disney Plus for one movie, but then stay on for other stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, it just, anyways. It's, Maybe it's, it's like they have to model. pay royalties or something. And so that's why they're like, oh, okay, let's get rid of this because it's costing us money and it's not really like a good return on investment or something. Who knows? Yeah. Next up, National Geographic's Ooh. Cradle of the Gods. Ooh. No idea. Um, no idea. I think, have I seen this? I feel like I've seen something similar to this. I, I don't know if probably have to. But yeah. I don't think it's this. Yeah. Unknown why it's removed. So so I would say one movie definitely you should watch before the end of the month. That's the last one we had. The rest of the stuff is like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was on there in the first place? That was right? available? <laughs> right. It's not yeah. like they're removing Captain America or something like that. We're okay. Could you imagine? This Fam Jam thing is still like, kind of blows my mind like apparently oh, yeah. the winners take home ten thousand dollars like and also the first episode aired 2020 oh how did that work yeah i don't know huh. are they is disney channel still are they still making new content that goes directly to disney channel or are they making content that's disney sure Plus? like loki disney. went directly i mean that's content specifically for the disney channel right is that what you're meaning? No, like Disney Channel, like on, oh, on like TV, like cable. Disney, like cable. There we go. <laughs> on, um, yeah, cable. Like how, I mean, I, obviously none of us have cable, right? We don't, we stream yeah. everything. <laughs> okay. <We> do, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So like the last time I had cable and I was watching Disney Channel, I think it was when um, the popular TV shows were like Wizards of Waverly Place and like Sweet Life oh, of Zack yeah. and Cody, like that era of Disney Channel, but then I switched over to Netflix, and I have no idea any any of the new content they have. So I'm just yeah. wondering now that Disney Plus is a thing, are they still doing Disney Channel things, or is it all Disney Plus? I bet they are still doing Disney Channel because they need something to drive people to get cable. You know, so it's mm -hmm. like okay, this is only available here. And then, like, maybe it's even something where it's, like, it starts out on Disney Channel and then Ooh. it comes to Disney Plus. Once if... once they have, like, a year's worth. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I think that's kind of how, um, <laughs> I think that's kind of how Miraculous Ladybug is going. I think it kind of starts off at Disney Channel and then gets to Disney Plus and then I binge watch them because I love it. But, Yeah. <laughs> Actually, if I'm being truthful, I watch it when it's in other languages first, and then eventually I watch it when it's in English on Disney Plus. But yeah, 
But I think that's what they're doing because otherwise, why would you pay for a cable package? Why would you, you know, add True. on Disney Plus if that's like a premium thing? I don't know. If well, you wouldn't. Not, but yeah, well, exactly. No. Okay. I'm going to take it back. People who, okay. Uh, you know, if you're watching HBO, hmm. Okay. No, I'm not certain. I guess what it is is like it's on demand is having an on demand versus requiring uh like when you're watching it on cable it's oh, just yeah. kind of like you have to watch it real time you have to show up at three o'clock in the afternoon if you want to watch ladybug and miraculous if yeah, it's yeah, on yeah. the disney channel so i could see some people wanting to get the disney channel to watch it at three o'clock before it's released you know because i want to see it Mm-hmm. Now I, I have to see it now, and yeah. then later on when it's available on streaming, it's like, well, now I want to rewatch them whenever I want to watch them. Yeah, I could that's see a good that point. happening. Yeah, I could see that happening because there's slightly different products. Mm-hmm. So even mm. though they seem like they're the same, I mean, if you yeah. have the Disney Channel, do you get streaming content access? If they were smart, if they probably have some kind of like package deal, but they should yeah. do that. I feel like it's Hulu. I mean, they do that with Hulu in a way where it's like you can get the cheaper package, which you get ads, and then you the next tier up is no ads. So, mm-hmm. well, you certainly like with HBO. If you have HBO, then you can get either oh, HBO okay. Plus or the HBO streaming. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's that's a smart way to do it. Yeah, it beats me. Um, Let's take a quick break, and we'll be back with everything joining Disney Plus this month, I guess. Yeah. They're called goals for a reason. There's something to strive for. They require attention, and they need sweat and hard work to achieve. Do you have a career goal? At UCI Division of Continuing Education, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours, too. Start today at ce.uci.edu. That's ce.uci.edu. Okay, welcome back, everyone. Even though we are losing some movies at Disney+, Plus, we have a lot of movies, series, and specials coming to the platform this month. Yay, uh, good. And including R-rated stuff. Ooh. Not very Disney-friendly. Yeah. Who, who wants to start out? Um... See, there's West Side Story, mm-hmm. which is fun. I've never seen any version of it, but I was really excited to see this eventually. Um, I don't know if either of you know the stories behind it. I just like musicals. I don't remember. Like, I don't think I've ever actually seen either one. But at the same time, I feel like there's songs that like everyone sings. Yeah. There's going to be a fight tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I kind of remember it. It's just, okay, it's been a long, long time, but essentially it's kind of like a Romeo and Juliet kind of thing. It's two okay, different yeah. gangs and two people in different gangs or different parts of the of the um, city mm-hmm. um, fall in love. And so they're caught in between this thing. Ah, I see, I see. Um, hmm. Coming from two different worlds. So. Interesting. And then we've got the Loud Family, Louder and Prouder, which is the the like continuation, oh, yes. I guess, of the Proud Family, the previous 
cartoon series. We've got Brain Games. Have you guys ever seen any of the Brain Games? No. I feel like I watched one once and I was like, eh, it's okay. I've never seen it. What is it? It's, if I remember correctly, it's like, uh, it, it, it's like stuff where you have to do things really quickly and it, it's like kind of a game show sort of thing. Um, and it, I guess, I think if I remember correctly, you could like follow along at home and you could kind of like try it yourself too. I don't remember any of the specific games, though, because, like I said, I think I only watched, like, one <laughs> or two episodes, and I was like, this is fine. But, I mean, it was interesting, but just not enough to kind of want to watch more. Okay, what else? Um, Turning Red uh, was premiered last week, I think, um, mm. but so it's now available, and it's... I've heard really great things about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so excited to see that. So it's about, I actually am not too sure what it's about. I kind of want to like watch it for the first time and then learn about it when I watch mm-hmm. it. Um, but it's, it seems to be about this girl. It's kind of like awkward um, Asian American girl, awkward in middle school, probably middle school. That's your awkward stage, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. And she is somehow a descendant her family she comes from a line of of people who turn into red pandas sometimes yeah so that's why turning red red pandas but i'm sure turning red probably has some other underlying meanings too throughout the the movie but that's Mm -hmm. the the main story is that she discovers she now has this power that she turns into a red panda whenever her emotions kind of get out of whack okay because she's like in her awkward phase that kind of happens a lot (laughs) i thought you know i read something it was it was very interesting i mean it just read the headline and i didn't read the whole article and they're saying turning red is the first millennial kind of coming of age movie Oh, and talking about um puberty and yeah um it's just but it's the first great millennial movie um that you know it's address you know like for example as for me i have like i don't know um all the molly ringwald films for my age you know the matthew broderick um, so like you know sweet 16 i think it was and Mm -hmm. all those types of films and as opposed to this is something that represents the millennial the millennial group in Hmm. in a cartoon red panda kind of way yeah yeah nice also coming up which i am this is the stuff that we were talking about um earlier was that a couple weeks ago we talked about the fact that a bunch of films were being or tv shows were going to be removed from netflix and it was all the superhero stuff that was created in conjunction with marvel and that would be daredevil punisher um jessica jones luke cage Iron Fist and the Defenders. Um, all these films, I mean, all these TV series, I believe, were rated M, mm-hmm. like mature, mm-hmm. and which would be the equivalent of, I think, they're equivalent of rated R movies. I yeah. think M is essentially rated R. Um, it's not high on um, nudity, but it is fairly high on the violence. It's definitely yes. PG thirteen at least PG 13 Mm. 
but some of it I think is actually going to PG seventeen in nature. Yeah. Um, the, have you guys watched any of them? I've seen Daredevil. No. Daredevil is so good; it's just like you you can't stop watching it. But the others, I I think I've been told they're really really like Daredevil is pretty bloody and violent at times, but I've heard that the others are more so. Um, I'll give a general assessment. I didn't watch all of them fully, but I watched, I would say the majority of them. Mm -hmm. Daredevil, like you said, there's a couple really violent scenes. There's that one fantastic fight scene where they did it all in a row where he's fighting his way down a hallway. Yes, yes. It's so good. take. And the thing is, you can see him getting more and more tired as he goes down the hallway, which is amazing. Um, Punisher, as you can imagine, very, very violent. Yes. Um, um, g- very good, but kind of definitely black. Um, Jessica Jones. I love this character, Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. And um, she is a, for lack of better, uh, I'll just, as a summary, it is, she is a recovering superhero alcoholic. Yeah. So she tried her hand at being a superhero, decided it wasn't for her. You know, it's like, you have superpowers. Doesn't mean you have to be a superhero. Decides that she doesn't want to be a superhero. Becomes, and for certain reasons, and she becomes a detective. And um, and the thing is that she's also, like, has all sorts of vices, alcoholic, the whole thing. Amazing mm-hmm. show. Luke Cage is um, about a character who um, has superpowers, but this is like Daredevil, a street level superhero. Mm-hmm. Um, Iron Fist, another thing. Actually, strangely enough, there was a comic book called Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Ooh. And um, so uh, the comic book was those two characters together. Iron Fist, um, lots of people didn't like Iron Fist. I kind of liked it. I was a little surprised. Hmm. But it's kind of a little bit of a... He's a rich kid, disappears and comes back and uh, out of nowhere, kind of like the first Batman movie with, um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't think of the Christian Bale, you know, mm. when he comes back out of nowhere, they're like, wait a minute, you're alive. Um, and the Defenders is essentially the Avengers, but street level superheroes. Ah, okay. So it takes all the characters I was talking about, except I I didn't actually watch this one, um, but I don't think the Punisher made it uh, into it. Correct me mm. if I'm wrong, someone. Hmm. Um, but um, but it's a superhero team thing, but street level superheroes. Hmm. Sounds Your everyday superheroes versus yeah. the Avengers are like. It, Not they're every kind of, day. <laughs> you know, like the, the Avengers are kind of um, not just universe superheroes, right? Because mm-hmm. they're fighting in Valhalla, they're fighting on different worlds, and street level, these guys are kind of like they're just dealing with all the um, all the evil in New York City. Mm. So, and it's strange because a couple of them are probably have the powers to go universe i mean look hawkeye made it yeah yeah right (laughs) but they deal with like local level crime versus um universal crime Hmm. so there you go nice and there's agents of shield have you guys watched this 
I watched part of the first episode. <laughs> Honestly, no. I kind of glanced at it when it was on TV and kind of lost interest. Yeah, I we watched, I feel like, either one or two seasons of it. And then we just kind of lost interest, too. It was just kind of like, oh, okay. And it, it started out really good. I forget why. I think it was just, I don't know. I don't remember. But you it's know, got Ming-Na Wen in it, and she kicks ass. It was originally supposed to be the television series that attached TV to the movies. Yeah, yeah. And then the movies started to gain delayed, and the TV show kind of was like, you know, it was kind of like what happened in between the movies and stuff like that. And then the, the movies started getting delayed, so they started having to write stuff to fill in space. And then later on, I think there was war, a little bit of a war between the guy in charge of the the um, TV and the movies mm-hmm. and for control of everything or what should be done. And then they disassociated. They, they were not con- for at first it was supposed to be in the same universe and then like a couple seasons in they're not in the same universe yeah and it's like oh no you know maybe that was it. i feel like it kind of got convoluted maybe and then yeah. we stopped watching it because we were like eh, this yeah. is being weird i forget but yeah but it does have some good actors and you know it it started off very interesting it just kind of fell off i think my so. wife watched it that's why i know because i would stick mm-hmm. my head in and watch a little bit it's like eh, you know it's like pulling out you know spoiled milk out of the refrigerator when you put it back in the refrigerator it doesn't get better later on yeah I found out. yeah exactly. <laughs> but she liked it you know mm-hmm. and then we also have miraculous tales of ladybug and cat noir coming which Never I heard have of to it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because, like, if you look at it, like, the article that we're looking at has season four, six episodes. And that's kind of the story of this whole series. Like, if you if you start to get into the series, just know that you will be waiting for new episodes for the rest of your life. Because this show came out in <laughs> 2015, and they're only on season four because whoa it is so slow (laughs) so just know that that's why but it's a good series if you like you know if you grew up watching like sailor moon card capture sakura any of those like this is very much like in that vein but it takes place in paris and like it's actual places in paris too which is kind of fun so like you know they're fighting villains in the louvre and they're you know they're at the eiffel tower they're you know, doing all these interesting things. So it's a cute series. It's just frustrating. So, yeah. Anything else stand out to you guys? I mean, there's a lot of things. I don't think there's we can go lot. through all of them. I mean, I'm, I'm going to highlight a few that I, I that are important to me in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say important to me, it means it's important to my daughter, too. Um, <laughs> so one of the things that she really, really liked when she was a kid, she loved Doc McStuffins and they're oh. going to make a, a bunch of shorts. So they're going to have a season of Doc McStuffins. And the second thing, which I keep on talking about over and over again is I, uh, is moon Knight is finally coming out mm-hmm. Yay. and that's going to be on the 30th of March. Yay. Anything else stands out for you guys? Um, Oh, you know- I, sh- I should also, um, Minnie's bow tunes because, there, she used to have this one game 
she probably is a little bit too old for it. But the thing is, you can make decorate a bunch of minis bows on an app, and then you can put bows onto yourself on top of a picture or put them onto other characters. And she loved it. So now they have a bow tunes. I'm not sure she's going to watch it. She's too. That's cute. That's (laughs) cute. Uh, What I thought was interesting. They're releasing an Encanto sing-along version, Mm -hmm. which that's fun. (laughs) Makes sense. Do you think it's going to be something about Bruno? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That was like the only thing that stood out to me other than the ones you've already mentioned then. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but just a lot of a lot of stuff coming. Lots of good ones. Oh, and the wonderful spring of Mickey Mouse. If you like the the new style animation, which when it first came out, a lot of people were like, "What is this? This looks nothing like the Mickey and Minnie that we've grown up with." But and I was kind of the same way, honestly. But the shorts are really really funny, and so I'm kind of looking forward to this one too. It's going to be kind of like a, a spring documentary. Sort of situation, Cute. so we'll see how that goes. But yeah, let us know what you all are looking forward to, or if you are still grieving over the loss of Anastasia, like we are. But for now, that does it for this episode of Main Street UCI. So thank you for listening, and be sure to check out our previous episodes at ce.uci.edu/podcast. And if you have a question or request, you can always send us a message on social media. You can find us at um, Main Street UCI. We'd love to hear from you. And thanks again to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. Find their career boosts and courses on ce.uci.edu. And with that, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.